I'm Ryan Dombrowski. I'm the Ninja Fat Man from Doom Ninja Podcast. A podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network. Just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And get ready, because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. Today is part two of the Build a Booster Deck Aether Revolt Edition, and here you get to listen to the conclusion of Alec and I's decks of what we build for the Aether Revolt uh, booster pack that we pulled, and get to also hear what rare we got too. Definitely a juicy one. But before we begin, let's get some ads out of the way, and I want to talk about the ban and restricted announcement real quick too. Uh, let's just get the ads out of the way. This episode is featured on LegitMTG.com. LegitMTG.com not only has some really well-written articles, but also offers free shipping on all orders over $2 or more. Ever get tired of going to other sites and just have to buy some cheap singles and shipping costs more than what you're buying? No more. Any order over $2 or more has free shipping at LegitMTG.com. Magic Azubi can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, MTGcast.com, PodcastRadioNetwork.net, and also on the Gunna Geek network at gunageek.com um you can email magic with zuby with, with any questions or anything like that at mtgzuby at gmail.com uh, magic zuby is also on facebook and twitter just search for them on their by going to facebook.com slash magic or at twitter at magic um don't forget to subscribe and like the magic youtube channel at the time of this recording really close to 100, 100 subscribers so that's really exciting um i'm also on vid.me if you want to search for there too i'm at about 20 to 25 followers i think on there um also be sure to subscribe and rate and review magic Azubi on itunes google play stitcher tune and radio and don't forget that we have a patreon as well i urge everyone to check it out if you want to help support the show patreon.com slash magic uh, there's a bunch of rewards as as well too that um you know you get to participate in uh before we get on to part two of aether revolt uh just want to go over the ban and restricted announcement real quick so on April 24th, uh, Watsi Wizards of the Coast released the new banner restricted announcement right before the release of Amonkhet by which by the time this comes out, Amonkhet will be fully out. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get to go to pre-release. I instead played some cube with my daughter and my wife. And if you follow me on Twitter, you get to see how um, my wife completely wrecked me in cube uh reaver demon and true conviction are a very terrible combo if you're on the other side of that um but anyways uh the banner restrict announcement which i'm sure ev everybody who follows competitive magic knows that standard had no changes modern had no changes which i was thankful for legacy sensei's divining top sensei's divining top was banned which that i guess for people who are more entrenched in the legacy meta or that came to, as no surprise but it was a little bit surprising for me because you know i'm still dipping my toes into legacy i'm not that deep into it but i do you know i love playing it um and then in vintage getaxium probe and gush are restricted which i don't know i i guess i don't really understand the one thing that it comes across as me is why did wizards even really focus on legacy and vintage when they really don't support them at all but i mean that's not what we're here to talk about really is that the biggest surprise was standard they did not ban the copycat copycat combo which are we really gonna have to go through another three months of the copycat combo possibly because 
they they basically need to get rid of it at this point because the meta has shifted so heavily favor towards copycat copycat combo. I don't know why I'm getting it confused that it's basically become not fun to play standard at all. I mean, myself included, I used to go to FNM every Friday night religiously. And ever since pretty much Kaladesh and especially Aether Revolt has come out, I very rarely go to FNM now. And I'm more of a casual, you know, wannabe hardcore grinder type player. Um, you know, and, and th that's just the story that goes around everywhere too, is that everybody is sick and tired of playing copycat combo. Or playing against it and Mardu vehicles as well. Everybody's sick of Gideon. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on it? Um, be sure you can send me any of your thoughts if you want to write to me on Twitter or just write to me at Gmail, mtgzubi at gmail.com. You know, what did you think of the banner restricted announcement? And as I mentioned earlier, as the time of this recording, Amonkhet is out. How excited are you all about it coming out? Um, I'm pretty excited about it. I really can't wait to draft this set. I want to at least try to draft it once. Um, <laughs> with the time that I do have, and uh, I, I do have some boxes on the way that I do want to film and put up on the YouTube channel, uh, because as far was as far as what my wife has told me, she enjoys watching those unboxing videos, right? Yeah. yeah see, you probably didn't hear, but she said right. Um. So, anyways, there's that, and I'll stop ranting from now on, and let's get on with part two of Build a Booster Deck Aether Revolt Edition. Okay, scratch all that. This just in literally. Um, I, I was just uh, recording uh, the intro to this tonight. The same night that all of a sudden Magic the Gathering, Aaron Forsyth, uh, one of the designers for Magic the Gathering, has posted an addendum to the April 24, 2017 ban and restricted announcement. So uh, basically they have stated that Felidar Guardian is banned. Uh, let me just read it. It is being banned effective Friday, April 28th. Why are we making this call now? And why didn't we make it on our regular BNR announcement on Monday? The answer is data. We knew going into Monday that the Sahili Felidar combo was a significant issue for standard and we're watching it closely. Our rationale was waiting to make sure we only needed to take one and only one action to correct the standard environment. Our plan was to monitor early play behavior and pro competition and make a call following pro tour Amonkhet. So basically, it goes on to state that since they released Amonkhet early on Magic Online, they noticed that the Sahili Felidar combo was vastly, vastly present in the meta and that even Mardu Vehicles was falling behind with the Amonkhet cards out. So now that Felidar Guardian is banned, what does this say, what does this say for our standard environment? Um, how many people are going to be losing confidence in Wizards now? Because even though they admitted that Felidar Guardian was a mistake, you know, I'm pretty excited to see what standard is going to look like now. Um, I'm sure a lot of pros are pissed because they've already been doing a lot of testing thinking that the copycat combo was going to be active. So I guess now it's all up in the air. We don't know what the fuck's going on. It's raining cats and dogs here. So we're definitely going to part two of the Aether Revolt Build-A-Booster Pack Edition now. So let's move on to our next one here. Let me clear out my deck list. And what our next we got card. next. I'm so excited Ooh. to find oh, out. 
if Amon Ket was out, this card would be perfect right now. Aether Stream Leopard, a two colorless and a green cat. <laughs> Kitties! This would be perfect if Amon Ket was standard legal as of this recording. So when Aether Stream Leopard enters the battlefield, you get one energy. It has trample. And whenever it attacks, you may pay one energy. If you do, it gets plus two, plus zero oh until end of turn. Um, this one, you could just add in a really shitty green-red energy deck. Yeah, I think it's just uh, I think it's a budget inclusion in in any really any energy deck. This is kind of a budget inclusion. Um, just so because. The thing, yeah, yeah, I agree. I I don't really want to spend time building a deck on this because this is just like like we said a budget inclusion for green red energy. Sure. Like if, like if you couldn't afford the green green belt rampagers or the electrostatics pummelers or something. Yeah, like, or even though it's not that good at all, it's you know it's something. Yeah, it, it's not like if you're if you're playing that deck, uh, a better version of a trampler with energy is like Voltaic Brawler. Yeah, um, but you know, I, I think it's one of those that's like, ah, uh, if you really really have to, all right, here's an option, but it's yeah. not it's not a great option. <laughs> It's not a good constructed card. It'd be something I'd definitely, you know, pick in a draft. I mean, not oh, a first pick, but if I was going that theme of green energy, yeah, I would definitely choose this. I have played it in many draft decks and many um, sealed decks as well. Because, I mean, it is it is a good beater. I mean, it's not a bad beat stick of a card. It's just, for our purposes, uh-uh. It's not, it's not worth the play. Yeah. All right, so we're going to skip on to this one. Ooh, I like this card. This card has won me a few drafts. Such a good card. Um, the next card, Iron Tread Crusher. Four colorless artifact vehicle, crew 366. Okay, so I, again, it's going to be hard for us to build around this deck because we do have such a great artifact. I mean, we have a great vehicles deck in standard already. What are you and, talking um, about? Are you forgetting... The my mono white trains deck that I built. <laughs> Planes trains. You could almost include this is like an auto include if you wanted to add something else besides some trains. So you could okay. Do, all right, you know I'm just gonna pull up my mono white trains deck. Yeah, just pull that up and uh, and take something out and put this in. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, oh, I haven't been on tapped out in a while. I've actually moved on to deckbox.org. That's a good site i like that a lot yeah i do wish some of the features weren't behind a paywall um which gets kind of annoying now they but, are um, um i mean they're just minor features or nothing too crazy it's just i just love the look of it better it's a lot cleaner it's a lot quicker um to go through and it like it just looks better the one thing yeah. that tapped out does have over deck box is the play test feature is very good on tapped out Okay. Um, all right, so let me send you. I know, I know, I've shown you this deck before, but I'm just gonna send you the link in the chat anyway, so you can look at it. Yeah, go um, ahead. All right, it's in there. If I had to choose, oh my god, my mono white trains. I don't know what to get rid of. <laughs> I love it all. They're all my children. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'd probably get rid of the Gideon, the Gideons in it. Okay. 
you know what? Hold on, let me just copy and paste it. Because, you know what? Fuck Gideon. I don't like you anymore. Um, you're just the bane of all magic right now, Gideon. <laughs> you know, and, the, you know, it's actually funny. Um, I don't know if this guy heard my podcast or not. I mean, of, co- of course, this is probably just a really common thing people think of. But one of the players at my LGS actually plays mono white trains. Um, oh, you're kidding me. It's not it's not fully trains, though. The only vehicle that he changed up, um, I haven't seen. I don't remember the whole deck list. It's that 7-Eleven vehicle that's one drop. Oh, the so, Consulate Dreadnought? Yes. And he, he plays that turn one, and then if everything goes right, he gets Peace Walker Colossus out turn three. Then by turn four, you're swinging with a 7-Eleven. Yeah, I've seen that, I've and I think it's... I think it's utter garbage, but I, I do think it's kind of cool at the same time. Yeah. Well, you know what? Hold on. I'm looking at the decking. You know, I don't want two decking stones there. I want something else. You know, we're going to put two consulate dreadnoughts because why not? Sure. All right. So just even though we didn't spend a lot of time doing this deck, Iron Tread Crusher, I mean, that can go in a lot of stuff. That, can go, that could be a budget replacement for stuff in martyr vehicles but just yeah. for this purposes even though this deck has been built or that i've talked about this deck um just to go over it two errata eridara express the eight six train two consulate dreadnoughts four iron tread crushers four peace walker colossus which oh, i feel is so criminally underrated it it is i mean i wish but it, it got much. more play but yeah uh four renegade fighter four untethered express the dino train Four Lupin Prototype, which is perfect for this kind of deck. Mm-hmm. Um, four Toolcraft Exemplar for some early aggression. Four Aerial Modification. Four Griff Spoon and 24 Planes. So Excellent. So we'll just call this uh, Planes, Trains, and Consulate Crushers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Where is it? Planes, Trains, and Crushers. No, that's Kaladesh. Planes, trains, and crushers. The crushers of dreams. All right, so our next card here. Um, Consulate turret, which is a three-cost artifact. You tap it, you get an energy. Uh, You tap it, pay three energy. Consulate turret deals two damage to target player. This could almost be a budget for that teamer Dynavolt tower deck. Yeah, it's, it's a worse version of tower which, I mean, it would just go straight into a budget Teamer Tower deck, for sure. Yeah. Um, and, he, and you could also put this as a weird card in green-red energy, too, if you wanted to. Yeah, uh, sure. I don't see why not. But other than that, this isn't really much of a good build-around card. What do you think? Should we skip it? Uh, I'm on board. I'm on board. Right. Yeah, because it's kind of, it's like, eh, do a Teamer deck or a green red all right so let's see what's next here night market guard a three colorless artifact creature construct uh night market guard can block an additional creature each combat three one uh right away i'm already thinking of a complete colorless deck okay you can just do like straight construct deck if you wanted to yeah let's take a look at it And block an additional creature each combat. So, 
are we thinking that we go more controlly with this or what what are what are we looking what are we looking to do because we've got we've got one artifact that deck that we've already built um yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll is this more of a controlly artifact deck I don't know, it kind of screams to me well it's a three cost three one um yeah this, you would think this be more of a control card because you want to be able to stop the aggression with this if you're doing control god it's such a bad card for control <laughs> it is and i think well that's just why it's a bad card in general because it's not an aggressive card because you want to be blocking with it but it's a, a three drop three one that can block an additional creature it's still only going to block one creature the first time right i mean it's yeah. not like you're going to be blocking multiple creatures with this because it's just still going to die <laughs> I mean, it, everything is still going to die, it, it, just because it has one toughness. I mean, blah. I mean, mm. I'm I'm looking around at it, looking at the other construct cards. I mean, you could almost go, you could almost go black with this because you get Night Market Guard, and then you could put Augmenting Automaton for some pump, and Walking Ballista, of course. Sure. Um, you could do Scrap Trawler, which is, I think, a very underrated card. What does that card do? Uh, whenever Scrap Trawler, another artifact you control, is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, return to your hand target artifact card in your graveyard with lesser converted mana cost. Okay. Um, I mean, Scrap Heap Scrounger would be a must in this. Yeah, I would say so. So hold on, let me start adding these then. Night Market Guard. I mean, if we're going to go the Construct route, we would need Chief of the Foundry. Sure. Uh, Scrap Trawler, or Scrap Heap Scrounger, definitely. Scrap Trawler, yes. Oh, what's that one that makes artifacts cost less? Uh, um, Inspire? No. Um, it's that creature. Um, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, crap, Foundry Inspector. Thank you, yes. Definitely that. Yes. Um. So we got 20 creatures so far. Four lords. That isn't a mana ability. No, that... I think... Uh, wait, what, what... Are we just going straight black with this deck? We could. Because... We may want to get some white in there, and then we could play uh, Saram's Expertise. Because oh, that, that's going to make us three more artifact dudes, plus let us play an artifact, uh, let us play a three drop from our hand. I like that. That's pretty good. Um, do we want to go mono white or just black and white? Um, I think we could go black and white. I mean... Um, Black white is pretty easy to do. Uh, it's not a very difficult color combination right now, so um, it definitely isn't. Do you want to top it out with? Well, Noxious. If we're going black white, Noxious Gear Hulk might be hard to get out. Yeah. Um. 
Oh, well, we'd want something like filigree familiar too. Yes. At least for some life gain here. I'll put two of those in there. Plus it gives you, it's the standards kitchen finks. Mm-hmm. Good old Um, kitchen things. Oh, you know, I just saw this card here. Um, This almost would have been perfect in that Tezzeret deck. The Tezzeret Simulacrum. It's a three-cost golem. Target opponent loses one life. If you control a Tezzeret Planeswalker, that player loses three life instead. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) I didn't know that that card existed. Oh, it's only in the Planeswalker deck. Oh... Yeah, let me see what else here. Um, Metallic Mimic? Would we want that? Because we do have a bunch of constructs. I wouldn't mind it. I'll put Yeah, just to, just to give a little extra pump to it. Sure. Yeah. So that's 25 creatures. Um... Let me put in the lands. We can do like 23 lands. Okay. That would put us at 51 cards. Um, what, Yeheni's Expertise? That's the that's the languish, the shit languish, but allows you to cost, cast a card. Now, Yeheni's Expertise wouldn't be any good. No. Um, I mean, if we're going to go also black, we'll want Fatal Push. Yes. Definitely for some kill spells. Um. What are some good black-white cards? Uh, Anguished Unmaking. Um, oh, I forgot about that one. Let's see. Soren. Uh, if we want to put Ooh. something big on our top end. Um, Soren deals X damage to creature. Oh, okay. Then you reveal the top card. Let's see. Mm-hmm. For white-black, not- though? Mm. I'm not crazy about Soren. Oh, it definitely does not need to go in. I was just thinking yeah. of stuff that's white and black. <laughs> what else is good that's white and black? Are there uh, a lot of sacrifice stuff? Oh, I mean, well, there's like Kambal, which is pretty good against spell-heavy decks. Uh, and then there's Eilie, Eternal Pilgrim. Um, oh, I forgot about that one, Eile. Um She's good. Yeah, she's I wish, good. I wish she saw more play. She, I think she, she saw some play in the beginning of Oath, didn't she? Yes, because uh, she saw a little bit of play while, uh, while like Rally was a thing. That's right. That's right. I couldn't think of the deck that she used to be in. And she wasn't in every list of Four Color Rally. But she was in some of them. Yeah. Um, we got Anguish, we got Kambal, or Kambal, whatever. Um, man, there's like... There's not a lot. There's not a lot. I mean, if we wanted to, we could always just round it out to... If we want some more kill spells, we could always put Stasis Snare in there too. Yeah. So more control. I'm not crazy about it though. I'm not either. Um how many artifact 
how many artifact producers do we have right now? Constructs. Uh, artifact producers like make constructs or yeah, stuff that makes like servos. Uh, we've only got the SRAM's expertise. Okay. What if we played the white puzzle knot? Puzzle knot. Which one's that? Uh, Cog workers, I think, Cog is what it is. Okay. When it enters the battlefield, create a one-one. Yeah, you could do that, and then you sack it to create another one-one servo. It's and just a way to to get some more servos out early. And you could get it back with scrap trawler too. Yeah. Or you sack cog cog workers and trigger off scrap work or scrap trawler to get something else back too. Like say, um, I don't know. Well, no, because scrap trawler is a lesser converted mana cost. So no. Um, what's the servo lord? Uh, what's his, it's chief a white, of the foundry? No. No, 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 it's a it's a white card, isn't it? Like two and double white or something? Or um, shit, what is it? Uh, Master Tinka Tri- Tinka Trinketeer. Is that how you say it? Oh, it's a three cost. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of Felagree Familiar, let's put that in there. Oh, and it lets you just start pumping out servos too. Three and a white, create a one-one servo artifact. Oh, that's that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm putting three of those in there. Um, I'm on board. You know what? What else? You know, I'm gonna. We're only gonna put three night market guards, three and three masket master trinketeers. Yeah, that that wouldn't be bad at all. I like it. All right, so we can end this off. We've got. Two Cogs Worker, Puzzle Knots, four Chief, four Foundry Inspector, three Master Trinketeers, three Metallic Mimics, three Night Market Guard, four Scrap Trawler, four Scrap Heap Scrounger, three Anguish Unmaking, four Fatal Push, um, 23 Lands, and three SRAMs Expertise. We haven't done the lands. Oh, what, are the, what are the Black White Lands? Are there even any? Yes. Concealed Courtyard. Yes, um, that's right. And then there's, I mean, there is one that just enters the battlefield tapped, but I think we want to avoid that if we can. So then we'll definitely have to have Evolving Wilds then. Yeah. For color fixing. And then um, I'll just put an even number of planes and and um, swamps. Because I don't feel like trying to figure out the casting cost for all these right now. <laughs> I don't blame you. Okay. All right. What do we want to name this here? Oh, what's kind of a fun artifacty or hmm. You've been servoed. Oh, that's you've you've been served. You've yeah. been servoed. I like that. You, you got servoed, sucker. I don't I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me um clear out the deck here. Let's go on to the next card. It we're more than halfway through, I think. Yeah. Um, all right, our next card. Oh, this is going to be... We're not going to spend any time on this. It's Negate, which is one in a blue counter-target yeah. non-creature spell. So, really not much to do with this one. Um, typically, in most decks, this is going to be a sideboard card, for the most part. Unless you're going like heavy control, you might want to put one or two of these cards in the main board. 
Yeah, I think it's more main boardable nowadays, uh, just yeah. because Marty vehicles is a thing, and this does counter vehicles, uh, and it counters Sahili. So I've seen it main boarded a lot more than you usually do, but it does just pretty much go in any blue sideboard at this point. So it's just yeah. not a it's there's nothing to build around with this at all. Yeah, so let's move on with it. Next, our next card. Oh, we're on the uncommons now. Woohoo! Uh, now we've got Deadeye Harpooner, two and a white dwarf warrior with revolt. When Deadeye Harpooner enters the battlefield, if a permanent you controlled left the battlefield this turn, destroy target tap creature and opponent controls. That sounds pretty fun. So this is going to be a controlly, I think. Um. We gotta well, we gotta find a way to reliably trigger revolt. Um I mean we could go black white, get fatal push in there and Yeah. Uh you can play And then also Anguish Unmaking too. I think we just go kinda of more con where the last one was a servo black white. I think this is more of a controlly black white. Yeah. Um so we got the Deadeye Harpooner. Um, I'm just taking a look at the other dwarves that are that are in standard right now. Uh, most of those are going to be in red white because um, you've yeah. got the the dwarf lord is in red white, and then you've also That's got right. uh, whichever the one was that used to be in Mardu vehicles uh, that was red white. Um, what am I thinking? Veteran motorist? Yeah. The yeah. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, all, all the other doors, they don't really fit the theme here. If we're, if we want to try to go control. Yeah. Um, what else could we do? Um, God, what other cards would there be in like black white? I mean, Kimball. Kimball. Yeah is uh is playable i mean hmm. here's what i wonder how heavily do we want to rely on dead eye harpoonist because if we want to make this a dead eye harpoonist deck i would almost rather play a white blue deck white blue with, with ways to tap our opponent's creatures Uh, you're still looking at what are we going to do to tr make sure revolt triggers off. Uh, yeah. I mean, again, that's, that's the problem here. Unless we have something like clutch of currents, then cast dead eye harpooner um, or yeah. what so select for inspection. Is that another return one? Yeah. Return yeah. target tap creature. Um, that, that almost seems, that seems worse than, then um, if we go straight white black, yeah, I actually just hate this idea. Well, okay, well there's there's other options in white. Like we could play like, are there any tap effects in white right now? Um, uh, hold on, let me get some filters going here. Uh. 
sort it by white. Uh, we've got Sigardian Priest, which you can tap target non-human creature. Um, no, Blessed Alliance untaps creatures. Uh, there's Pressure Point, which is one in a white tap target creature draw a card. Okay. Uh, Expose Evil, which is one in a white tap up to two target creatures and investigate. Um, some other white ones. There's Dead Eye Harpoon. Uh, Eldrazi Displacer. Uh, Thalia, which everything comes in tapped, which that would actually be a good card to put in. I think I think Thalia is very interesting in this deck for sure. Oh, um, Authority of the Consoles. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't believe we didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah. And then also shove, shove that sucker in there. <laughs> yeah. That that's a four of right now. Yeah. And um yeah, plus that stops copycat too. Yeah, it's a great card against copycat. Uh I mean if we want to be cheeky, we could put Fiend Binder in there. Uh, three and a white whenever Fiendbinder attacks tap target creature defending player controls okay can do that maybe like a two of nothing too crazy yeah um I mean if we're looking at more tap stuff there's Aether Storm Rock two and two white flying three three uh, you know, you get an energy. F- uh, yeah, whenever Aether Stormrock or another creature enters the battlefield, you get an energy. Uh, when Aether Stormrock attacks, you may pay two energy. If you do, put a 1 1 counter on it and tap up to one target creature defending player controls. Okay. Put two of those in there. Yeah, um, I'm on board. I mean, hell, if we do want to go back the blue route, there is Spire Patrol, but that doesn't seem that great. No, I don't. I don't think blue is really. I was kind of talking out of my ass. <laughs> oh, I know. I I know what you mean because I want blue. I I love blue and I want it to work all the time. So. <laughs> yeah. I just it, don't think it's going to. <laughs> um, if we want to put maybe this is a one of or something there's subjugator angel four colorless and two white uh when it enters the battlefield tap all creatures your opponents control but that's <sighs> yeah but i don't think six that's mana that's i think it's too pricey i don't think yeah. that's where we will really want to be um that's all i'm really seeing for white here it's man there's really not much for tapping creatures um oh i could do pressure point pressure point would at least let us cycle and and i mean cycle tap something kill something doesn't seem bad yeah and then expose evil wouldn't be bad either because that at least unless lets us investigate sure um so it seems like we're going mono white then with this sounds like it so which me, I'm not opposed to at all. I'm going to put 23 lands in here or 23. Would that be enough? Um, yeah. Cause we're curving out at four right now. So 23 would be fine. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, if we're going to have Exposed Evil, I don't want Thraben Inspector in there just for some more card draw. Yeah, why not? He goes in everything now. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, think about it. It's a super efficient one drop that lets you draw a card later on in the game whenever you want to. And, and I mean, it's, it's just a super efficient card. It really is. Um, so we've got 15 creatures now. Um, we're at 50 cards, so we've got 10 left. Do we want more creatures? Do we want some kill spells? I mean, there's deck and stone. Which is, not a, which is not a bad one. Uh, it's not my favorite kill spell in the world, but it's not a bad one. Um, so I, I wouldn't do, be a... I can do a two of for that one. Yeah. Yeah. That seems fine. Um, what are, are there any other kill spells in white? Um, oh, there's... Stasis um, Snare. Immolating um, Glare. Immolating or, Glare. Blessed Alliance. Is that is yeah. that legal right now? Yeah, that's Eldritch Moon. Okay. I definitely like Blessed Alliance. Um, yeah, I think that's another card that is, once again, criminally underplayed. Yeah, um, I'm going to put four of those in that one, because that one's just too good. Es- especially when your opponent is attacking with a big bomb. You're just like, nope, Blessed Alliance. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, sir. <laughs> um... I feel like we need a few more creatures because we're only at 15 and that's not a lot at all. Um, what is some cool... What What do we have for a finisher right now? A finisher right now would be like Aether Storm Rock. And that's about it. I mean... Alright. What if we do something a little cute? Um, what if we put in... The Gisela combo. Oh, um, Gisela uh, and um, uh, Gisela and Bruna. We can, we're gonna put two of each in there. That'll give us sixty. Yeah, just because Gisela on its own is very very good, and I think Bruna does. Bruna just return angels, or does she return humans as well? Target angel or human creature. So we could just like be able to return like Deadeye Harpoonist or even something as small as Thraven Inspector back to our hand. And uh or is it to our hand or is it straight to the battlefield? Um it is to the battlefield. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. So what I'm gonna do is um I got rid of the fiend binder and I'm just gonna say so if we're gonna do Gisela and Bruna we need Thalia's lancers. Okay. And, and I just put two of them in there. Sure. And uh, we're gonna have to go up to 24 planes at that point then, and um maybe even 25. Okay. Yeah. Let's do 25. Um. I'd almost want to get rid of the Deccan Stones at that point. I think we could without any issue. I mean, Deccan Stone is fine, but it's not like... I'm not going to cry over losing Deccan Stone. Let's put it that way. Okay, so that puts us at an even 60. Uh, we've got two Aether Storm Rock, two Bruna, four Deadeye Harpooner, two Gisela, two Thalia's Lancers, three Thalia Heretics, four Thraymans, four Authority of the Consuls, four Blessed Alliance, four Exposed Evil, and four Pressure Point. So that seems like plenty of card draw and plenty of um, 
investigate. So we got eight investigate possibilities. Heck, even more if if we wanted to target Thraben with Bruna, which most of the time you're not going to want to, but just you never know. No, no, you never know. I think I think it's I think it would be fine. Um so that ends that deck. Let me go to save it. Um uh, what is it like you harpooned my heart or something? <laughs> uh I kind of like I'd tap that. I'd tap that. All right. <laughs> All right, so that's the name of it. All right, let's move on to the next one here. We're almost done here. All right, let's see what our next uncommon is. Something oh. good. Oh, yes. I mean, we've already have a deck in it, but I, I just love this card. It's probably, it really has to be my favorite art of Aether Revolt, and that's Untethered Express, the Dino Train. Yay, Dino Train. Well, we already got the deck built. So. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just, I, I love the art on this. It's I love it. It's gorgeous. It is. And it's it's a fucking dino train. I, What's I, I want, not to love? <laughs> and I just want to ask. Well, I mean, I I guess did they ever explain it in the magic story? I don't remember why they built a dino train. You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're gonna skip over this card. It's a really good card. Um, I it love is. it. And um, it had a crew one for a four four. That's that's just awesome but i mean um, we already ha- it's a it is a beyond bomb and limited too i mean it's oh, a yeah. it's a first pickable above a whole bunch of rares card oh yeah so we're gonna skip over this card we already have the planes trains and crushers all right so let's go into our next uncommon here and it's gonna be hungry flames a two and a red instant hungry flames deals three damage to target creature and two damage to target player um this one we could almost put in that um kind of like red burn deck we built yeah i think it slots right in there i mean it doesn't really go in anything else besides a burn deck uh this kind of effect historically has only been a burn strategy um and i'm talking about like the searing blaze uh searing what is it searing blaze and searing blood are the the effects that deal yeah like kill something and burn your face at the same time you know, um, so what I'm going to do for this card is I'm going back to the mono red deck we built. I'm going to take out the harness lightning and put in the hungry flames in it. I'm on board. So just just so we do have it, because that, that would be perfect in that mono red deck we built. Yeah. It fits right in with it. All right. So I think that, yeah, that's three uncommons. Let's go on to see what our rare is. Are you ready oh for this, boy. Alex? drop and roll please oh god <laughs> it, this is gonna be over really quick it's carrie zev skyship raider <laughs> we already have a deck built for her so. in fact uh, and we we it's not even like a deck that we could just like shove her in there with a crowbar we literally said hey we're putting carrie zev in this deck. <laughs> yeah. okay so all right so that was pretty quick um little disappointing Aww. but it's um but it's okay it, these things happen um yeah. all right so let's see if we get a foil or not so let's Ooh. see oh and we got nothing we have a Aww. mountain and a servo token but you know what that's okay well and we've already got decks built for both the mountain and the servo token so 
I think I think that means we've done a pretty damn fine job. <laughs> so I gotta say, this pack was way better than the Kaladesh pack I did. Um, You're telling me? I mean, um, I may not have been on that episode, but I was listening from afar, and I was like, "Oh man, what rotten luck this Zubie's <laughs> having!" <laughs> yeah. So I think out of all the decks we built today, um, the I think probably the Tezzeret one was the one I enjoyed the most. It's definitely the one that would be the most fun to play i think yeah um it may not be the best deck nope but it is uh (laughs) i think it would be the most i think it would definitely be the most fun um you know what would be fun to do actually um if you were to get cockatrice and we were to stream some of these decks playing against each other (laughs) that would be terrible no, it wouldn't. It'd be fun. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. I think it, that'd probably be a good idea. We should probably try to schedule that or something, because that'd be pretty funny. Yeah, I don't have a problem with downloading Cockatrice. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think that would be a blast. What if so, uh, what if you had your listeners uh, vote on what decks they wanted us to play from the ones that we built? Yeah, I and can then, And then we just, you know, that way we get your listeners involved a little bit here, too. Yeah, no, I could definitely do that. Um, l- like I mentioned earlier, is that the decks are going to be in the show notes. And so you'll be able to see them all in their awesome glory of how badass they all are. They are all... Okay. <laughs> y- yes, they are definitely all badass. Now take the ass off the end of it, and that's what you got. You just wait, Alec. All right? I'm, g- I'm going to take the <laughs> I'm going to be an FNM master. All right. They're going to be like, what the fuck are you playing? And I'll be like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You fools. No, but like I said, I love doing this because it's just coming up with crazy decks like this and they're fun. Um, they are. And, and I mean, here's, here's the, I'm going to, I'm going to take a moment here. I'm going to just, I'm going to have a moment. This is the great, <laughs> this is the great thing about this game that we love so much magic is that, yeah, you can be a spike, you can be super competitive, uh, and you can only play the best deck, or you can do what we do here during this segment of the show, is just like, just go go nuts, man. Have some fun with this game. It doesn't have to be... So many people, I think, fall in this trap of, uh, you know, I just want to play Magic for, you know, the the competitive side of it. And it's like, you're, yeah. you're missing out. You're missing out on such a big part of this game, which is just go crazy with your friends, have some fun, get drunk and play this game. If you've never played drunk magic, you're missing out. Um, it's just, it's such a great game and it's a game. It, it's, it's an aspect of this game that uh, other card games like Hearthstone, while I enjoy them very much, will just never meet this level of customizable options and just straight fun that you can have. Yeah. I think Mark Rosewater said it best. I don't remember the exact quote, but he basically stated that magic is not just one game. It's a series of games with a shared rule format. Yes. And, and that's what I love about it because, um, I, I was just on, uh, I was just interviewed for another show, um, called they said we said oh and, how did that uh, go by the way i meant to ask you and i never oh, did 
went really well. He released the video last night, and um, you need to check it out on YouTube. I'll, I'll, I know I've retweeted it before on my Twitter account. And yeah, um, if if you grab if you've got the link, just throw it in the throw it in the notes, or, or or I'll just go check your Twitter feed. Actually, that's easier. Yeah. And um, one of the things he asked me, like, what are my favorite formats right now? And there are two formats that I that I've been really diving hard into, and it's Popper and Cube. And it's that's what I love about magic is, you know, one week I'll be really into popper and cube next week. I'll be back into legacy. Oh, then maybe the next week I'll be really into standard again. Cause it's always, it's fresh and innovating all the time. Yeah. And, and you can just go straight nuts and bolts spike, uh, or you can Johnny, 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 Johnny. And some, and you know, there's just some times where it feels good to sit back and not take yourself seriously, build something crazy fun and just go ape shit. <laughs> yeah, and be a Timmy. Yeah. Um because I've actually I've been trying to now there there's another EDH deck that I want to slowly build, but I don't want it to be one I, I basically want to do Zedru, the group hug commander. Group hug pillow fort. <laughs> yeah, I, I base I do want the pillow fort aspect, but I want all my enchantments and everything that I want to give out will be good for the whole group. So I want everybody to be really happy with everything that I'm playing. And then I just build a pillow for it. And then maybe I have one or two win cons where I don't know I play a big creature or something and I don't know. It, it'll be terrible, but it'll be fun. And no, I mean, and that's not even that terrible. I mean, I played for the first while after commander came out, uh, Zedru was all I played and it's, it's surprising how good that actually gets when you can just go crazy and eventually you'll get to the point where nobody wants to attack you because everything you're doing is beneficial for everybody. <laughs> yeah. And, and that was the thing where it's, I sort of want it to be one of those psychological decks where it's like, well, if we kill them, we're not going to get all these awesome effects anymore. You know, where right. it's, it's sort of, it's sort of how my crucifix deck can be in the beginning where I'm not really doing much except gaining mana you know, and putting it in my bank. And then all of a sudden people will ignore me. Then all of a sudden be like, Oh, I'm playing Hydra Broodmaster and I'm going to, you know, do monstrosity for, you know, what 70 mana. And Oh, look at all the, <laughs> <laughs> look at all the hydras that are suddenly can wait. Hold on. Let me look up Hydra Broodmaster again. Hydra. Yeah. Hydra Broodmaster. Um, it's a seven, seven. And then, yeah, Monstrosity X, I'll pay like 70 mana into that. So then I'll come out with like 35, 35, 35 green Hydro tokens. And they're just sort of like, oh, uh, what do we do now? Gross. <laughs> and then it's like, and then I've, I've, I've actually had that happen once. And the it was funny because the guy then tried to board wipe me and I'm just like counter. And I think he was playing <laughs> blue too. And he's like, oh, counter back. I'm like, nope, counter. Counter again. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Commander counter wars are so fun because then you get like, if if two people start counter warring, then you get that third person that's just the wild card asshole that's like, you know what? Counter that. And then like the yeah. whole table gets involved and it's great. Oh, I love it. See, and those are the kind of decks that I enjoy more in Commander is because I've got two straight aggro decks in Commander, Omnath, Locus of Rage, and Rise the Redeem. But mm -hmm. my Fix is the one that I enjoy the most because I can just sort of sit back, gather some mana, not be that 
you know, aggressive. And then all of a sudden, oh, what's this? I've got Ulamog out. I've got Kozilek and Emrakul out. Well, Suddenly, boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but all right, man. Well, I thank you again for coming on. It's um, it's always a pleasure. And um, well, before we go, uh, what have you got to plug? Oh, I've definitely I can I can do some plugging. I get, well, first of all, thanks again for having me. I, I really enjoy coming on here. Um, you can uh, you can check me out on Twitter if you want to at Alec the Dirtle. Uh, I try to post on there often, and uh, anytime that I do something new, you'll find out about it first on there. Uh, definitely like uh, check out me and Zuby's other show that we do. So your father's a nerd. Uh, it's a great time. You can find that on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere else you get your podcasts. Uh, if you want to listen to my voice again on another podcast, uh, I do a podcast with my wife uh, called The Animeathon, uh, which is all about uh, anime. I've been an anime head for a long time. My wife was not until she met me. And so basically we, we, we watch through an anime series. We talk about a couple episodes each week. And our stipulation is that we have to keep watching even if we hate the show. <laughs> so, that, I mean, and that's already kind of happened once because the first show we did was Helsing Ultimate and Allison absolutely loathed that show. Um, but it, it's a blast. And so if, if you want to listen to that, definitely check that out on iTunes. Um, that's pretty much all I had to plug. I can't wait to get back on here another time in the future and talk some more magic but it's uh it's been great i know i'm definitely gonna have to have you on for the Amonkhet build a booster deck um, obviously usually for these build a booster decks just so other people know i don't i don't like to do them right away when a set comes out i want to i usually like to wait a couple weeks and see how the meta evolves so it's not like oh we pull this card and oh we built you know mardu vehicles again because there are obviously cards in this pack today that um we were just either auto includes in a deck or just ones we can't do anything with so right. that's why i usually like to wait a little bit aether revolt we i sort of waited at the very last minute um just super busy with life and um yeah life happens pretty much <laughs> Doesn't it always? <laughs> yeah. And you're going to be very busy very soon um, with yeah. a little one on the way. We got another baby on the way. So anytime now with that. Uh, well, actually, not anytime, but the first week of May. So yeah. getting close, getting dang close. And I can't tell you how ready I am to be done with this. <laughs> and my oh, wife, too. Allison is so ready to be not pregnant. So uh that's gonna be that's gonna be exciting um yeah all right well i think we're gonna end it here um thank you again alec for coming on and thank you all for listening to this and um like i said i'm gonna have these deck lists in the show notes uh definitely check them out and let us know what you think of them all right all right man well that sounds great all right well have a